Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take presented by UPMC. Mike Pursuta along with Dale Wally and Matt Williamson, a relentless threesome this offseason <laughs> as we are preparing you for the NFL Draft, not once, but twice. That's right. We did previews position by position, and now we're in the process of doing further review position by position. And we've got another uh, interesting installment for you today interior offensive line this is way more intriguing to me at least than it sounds normally not the most exciting of positions but uh, there's more to chew on here before we start chewing uh, I want to remind everyone that uh, these videos are shared on Steelers.com the Steelers mobile app and the Steelers official YouTube page you can catch the audio on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation radio and uh, you can subscribe to that Triple Take podcast wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content guys we have had some uh, really interesting give and take during these sessions and sometimes we're in agreement sometimes we're not sometimes two of us like a guy the other guy's a little bit less excited about that particular player but as we talk about emerging interior offensive line candidates we all check the same box a kid out of the university of illinois by the yeah. name of Kendrick Green, who, uh, Matt, I think you had him as your sleeper the first time around. I don't think Dale and I uh, acknowledged Kendrick Green, but uh, I think this guy's arrow's pointing up. He's not sleepy at all. I mean, he's coming on strong. And the word I think about with him, he's played center and guard, is explosive. I mean, he really gets off the ball with, you know, a great explosive first step. And then you go look at his pro day, and that showed up, you know, I mean, a 35 and a half inch vertical at a guy that's 305 pounds and 119 inch broad jump. I mean, those are explosive numbers that just backs up the tape. You know, you don't want to rely too much on pro day numbers, but when it jives with what you see on tape, that's pretty exciting. And, you know, maybe he needs a year. Maybe he's your swing interior guy in the meantime, but he could be a starter and a very good one, in my opinion. Yeah, and, and the more I've looked into him, uh, the more I've liked him. I, I know we talked about him a, a lot early on in the process on the drive, Matt, and we weren't sure where to slot him in at. Yeah. Um, but three-sport athlete in high school. Uh, Including? Baseball, baseball, football, and wrestling. Thank you. That's, uh, a, that's was, a big one for Lyman, isn't it? Uh, I love it wrestling. It absolutely is. And and you see that show up uh, on, on tape. You know, his ability – uh, you know, I think he was a state semifinalist in, in Illinois uh, as, a, as a, I'm assuming, a heavyweight wrestler in high school. Uh, you got to be pretty light on your feet to do that. You got to know how to use your leverage. Uh, another guy that, that, that you know, took a similar path is Quinn Miners, who was also a high school wrestler. You see that show up. A guy that, that, that graduated from Matt and I school, Carlton Hasselrink, went from being a, a, a dominant wrestler to becoming a really good uh, NFL guard. What was um, that again, Dale? Like uh, Pitt Johnstown, baby. There you go, Pitt Johnstown, baby. UPJ. Um, <laughs> smart, smart players and smart draft analysts come out of UPJ. Well, there's no one for one. But our guy hit. Yeah, our guy Those hit. And, and I, I really see that when you watch the tape of Kendrick Green and Quinn Miners, you see that that use of leverage. And these guys are super athletic as well. Um, you know, for both of them, really tested well. Uh, you know, I, I think they're both day two guys now. You know, like real uh, quick, I just want to mention that wrestler thing. Creed Humphrey's another one that's going to get drafted pretty high. When, when I was at Pitt and in the recruiting world, 
you loved bringing in interior guys that had a wrestling background. You knew they were tough. You knew they were in shape. You knew they would work. And all the things Dale said, but when they get their hands on you, it's over. And they like the finish. Discipline, combative. I mean, it's it's not necessarily my sport. I don't, you know, uh, and I'm not trying to diss it or anything. I just, I, I don't go watch high school wrestling or college wrestling, but Pound for pound, the toughest guys, the most yeah. disciplined guys, the most combative guys. It's you or him, man. That's it. And if you want to even get out there, you sacrificed, right? You trained. Um, there is a lot to me. Then all the leverage stuff and everything else, the athleticism it takes. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big – when I see former wrestler, that gets my attention a little bit. Uh, staying with Kendrick Green here for a moment. Matt, you mentioned in one of our recent sessions that – it's bad to scout the highlights. And yet, invariably, I get mesmerized by something I see when I'm scouting the highlights because, let's face it, I'm not looking at 12 games uh, of 300-and-something prospects uh, in time to do shows such as this because I don't have that kind Interior of offensive linemen. <laughs> I got some other stuff to do. But uh, there was a highlight of Kendrick Green's at Nebraska where he engages a guy. I think he drives him 13 yards down the middle of the field and then pancakes him pretty close to that big end in the center of the field. And I was like, boy, you don't see that every day. And, he, and usually, you know, in, in good times or bad, Nebraska has that black shirt defense. Usually they're willing to, to knock, knock you around a little bit, if nothing else. Some years the program is better than others in terms of being able to win. But that highlight jumped out at me. And, Matt, tell me how wrong I am here after I, I bring this up. But a lot of coaches talk about how they want guys who love the game we're all in about football. And one of the highlight tapes I saw of Kendrick Green, somebody pretty creative put it together because they had it to music and they kept interspersing shots of him like dancing in the tunnel before they're <laughs> ready to come out or celebrating with his teammates or uh, jumping up and down, cheering on the sideline when the defense was on. the. Uh, this guy appears to just love the game of football. I think that's a good thing. No, I think it's a great thing. I mean, Consistency is important and all that too. You can't be blown. Moves pretty well too. Bill Nunn would be proud of the way the big guy moves. He used to check really that a dancing out. bear. Yeah, no, it's, I mean it's just another box. Maybe not a deciding factor, but another reason to like the guy. Oh, without question, and it's infectious. And I mean, those five offensive linemen are a unit, and they feed off each other. And consistency and continuity is so important. You get a guy that's a spark plug like that, that adds energy to the room and the field. I think that's incredibly important. And then kind of last note on that, it's a little bit of a sidebar, but one of the things I learned that I will never, ever forget as a scout in the league, which really is a Ravens theory, but many in the league subscribe to it, that if an offensive lineman, especially an interior guy, is smart and tough, it's really hard to take his job, and they usually last a really long time. Where does Illinois fall uh, between Stanford and UPJ in terms of producing smart players? There's no difference between Stanford and UPJ. <laughs> That's right. There's there's no there's no room in between those two. Okay, yeah, you guys the, have different. I was kind of you know. <laughs> we are the Stanford of Middle Pennsylvania. Yeah. Put a thin piece of paper between Stanford and UPJ. There's no no room at all. I do want to mention. I threw Bill Nunn's name out there a minute ago. He told me one time long ago that when he would go scout on campus he'd go to the game and then he would look around and see if he found a sign on a bulletin board or a telephone pole that said there was a dance that night because he wanted to go see how well the big guys were able to move that's awesome (laughs) Uh, i'm gonna take that and run with it real quick if you don't mind mike 
Big guys moving. Here's a thing I've learned recently, too, and it's sort of an analytics way of looking at things. And I don't like to overlook testing, but I am a huge believer at this position that the short shuttle is extremely, extremely important. And you might not think that. You might think strength and size and bulk. But the ability to when you're leaning one way to, to, to recover against these interior guys or get to the second level and hit a linebacker to change direction in space. So that's a number I really look at. And there were four guys that were well under four five flat, which is a phenomenal number. Uh, Chandon Herring from BYU, who I didn't know much about and went back and watched and was like, wow, he, he moves really, really well. Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma. Those two both ran a 4-4-6, as did, as did Pitt's Jimmy Morrissey, the center, and our guy, Quinn Miners from Wisconsin-Whitewater, 4-4-7. Those are tremendous short shuttle numbers, and that's a position I really believe in that. Where's a 4-6-7 come in? Because that's uh, that's what Dane Brugler, the athletic, has uh, our guy Kendall Green. That's fine. I mean, it's okay, but if yeah. you're under 4-5. Yeah, those 4-5s are all like 90th percentile and above. Yep. And if you look at like the last 10 years, almost all those guys hit at the next level. Our guy Green also ran a uh, 4.8840. Which is pretty good. At 305 pounds. And that shows up on tape. I mean, you see him, as you mentioned, getting to the second level and pulling and doing some of those things that, you know, you got to be a little quick. You can't be a plotter to do things like that. And he's not. I mean, he's Hmm. – I was trying to – actually, Matt and I were talking about this yesterday on the drive. I was really kind of surprised – to see that, you know, because looking at him on tape, he looks really thick, uh, you know, that he came in in that, it, it, at that, you know, 300, you know, five, 310 pound range, because but I a thought good he thick, right? What's that? Yeah. A good thick. Yeah. Oh, no, he's thick in the waist and thick a in the leg. Yeah. No, he's which, which brings us to our guy that Matt mentioned to go, uh, miners, Quinn miners <laughs> from Wisconsin whitewater. And I, this he's guy has maybe brick. had the best, off season of anybody in the country, right? I mean, he gets to the seat, didn't play, taught himself how to play center while he wasn't playing last year. And he's got the big guy. He calls it the keg. He said he's <laughs> working on a six, told the NFL network, he's working on a six pack right now. He's got the keg, but that at the senior bowl, he's got the shirt pulled up like Zeke Elliott, the half shirt. And he's, you know, there's stomach everywhere. And it looks you like it, flaunt it, you know, uh, look at the, look at the guy, look at this guy from Wisconsin whitewater. And then he's knocking around D1 athletes and putting them on their butts. And then the testing uh, shows up, Matt, and uh, check, check, check. This guy, he's not sleepy anymore either. He's, what, he's going in the second or third round, right? I love him. I, I love his tape. I love his demeanor. You didn't even mention, you know, the way he trains. It's like he's getting ready to fight Drago and Rocky Three. Yeah. you know? <laughs> I mean, he's a blast, and he backs it up on he's up tape. up in Canada pancaking trees. And, you know, <laughs> right, right, right. Outdoor stuff. Making his own maple syrup out of the trees when he's smashing them, you know? <laughs> Has a Watt connection, you know, very athletic, nasty. I mean, maybe he isn't a day one starter. That's going to be a big jump in, in uh, level competition, obviously. But he checked that box at the Senior Bowl. I think he's a really bright future. Yeah, there's a lot to like there, and certainly the, looks like a lot of fun. That w- I, I think that would be a guy, uh, Mike, that you and I would like to cover. Um, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Spent a little time with him. And, in a, in and that's a really all we're concerned team. about. <laughs> oh, great. Seems like a great kid, great story, uh, great attitude, great approach. Uh, last thing on this position, uh, we'll go one at a time. Matt, we'll start with you. 
if you're looking for a center, if you're a team that's looking for a center, do you take a guard and make him that? Or do you look for a guy that's already established as that? Or doesn't it matter? You just got to have the right guy. Yeah, there are some candidates this year, and I probably could name five of them if I started looking down a list. You know, Hainsey from North uh, from Notre Dame comes to mind that could be converts to center. Um, I, I said this before, though. My center, no matter what, tough, smart. If you're like, eh, I don't care about anything else. I mean, that's those are the first two things. You got to be the commander of that group. You got to understand blitz concepts, what the defense is trying to do. One of your guards might not get it. You got to make sure that he understands. So you better be a high level communicator. And we're seeing centers in all shapes and sizes now. I mean, there's some six, six guys, even tackles that go to center at that size. So, miners. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And then you find the stumpy guys still, too. So um, it, it's, it's a good conversation, but you can get them from other spots. Yeah, you can. And, you know, even one of the top guys in this draft, if you look at Landon Dickerson from uh, mm-hmm. Alabama, he played all five spots at one point or another, started games at all five spots in college. And to your point about the size, I think he's like 6'5", 330 pounds. Uh, it was interesting. I don't know if you saw the uh, the, the video uh, of the Alabama Pro Day where he's doing cartwheels behind Mac Jones. Yeah. <laughs> this is a guy that had ACL surgery like two months ago. Um, you know, either he's the, the quickest healer in the world, uh, because I've had sprained ACLs before and I did not want to do cartwheels, uh, you know, that kind of stuff, but, uh, did you do one before the injury or didn't, uh, no, I couldn't. So yeah. that, you know, that's, just, that's all part of it as well. Uh, but you know, and that's one of the things you, we talked about with those other two guys, infectious, uh, you know, team leader type guys, that's him. And so you wonder, you know, how far along he is, if he's not, if he doesn't have that torn ACL, he may be the first center taken this year. Yeah, maybe may a, 15, a first round guy. 15 to 20 overall range. Yeah. Now you wonder where does he go in this draft because of that? Well, I think, you know, when I see him doing cartwheels on, on the field, that shows me he's probably going to be ready for at some point uh, this season to come out and play football. I mean, it used to be he's too tall to play center because Casey Hampton or Ted Washington lined up on his nose. Now – it's Chris Jones, who's six yeah. six with super long arms on third and eight. You know, so you got to be long as yourself. That's going to do it for our look at the center position. But uh, don't forget, uh, we've got more to come as we continue getting you ready for the NFL draft. Uh, starts April the 29th in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I want to remind you before we get out of here uh, for this edition that uh, all these videos will be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app and the Steelers' official YouTube page. You can catch the audio uh, on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio. And if you want to subscribe to that uh, Triple Take podcast, you can do that wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. Thanks for finding us, however, and wherever you did. We'll look forward to joining you again soon. Until then, for Matt Williamson and Dale Lawley, I'm Mike Pursuta. You've been listening to the NFL Draft Triple Take, presented by UPMC.